Welcome to Status Quo. On this episode of Status Quo, John went to WNYC land and disappeared. Completely left the country. We have no idea where he is now. Uh, Well, I guess that's what WNYC does to you. And welcome to ERN Podcast. Yeah, welcome to the ERN Podcast, everyone. This is supposed to be a video episode, but we're having issues behind the scenes, so we're just going to make it audio. I promised it to a few people in Guest, but not anymore. Yeah, it's going to be a problem. fuck that. <laughs> so we got we got a fleet of people here today. We got Gabe, Anna, Marley, myself, and then we revived someone from the fucking depths of the dead people in the EAS community, Isaiah Schindler. Again, uh, I don't really need an introduction as Cam has already introduced me, but I am one of the original founders of Guest and uh, and also a founder of IDXG. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> you're you're making me. You mean the international weather and weather EAS aficionados? Twenty sixteen. Yes, the I we, uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh boy. Oh man, those are some repressive. Yeah, I swear. It's great to have you back, Isaiah. We have literally you've what, taken a hiatus for what two and a half years. Well, I, I I mean I'm not really in the community, which I mean that that's okay. I mean I'm choosing to focus more so on my own life and my own um, health as well. So yeah. He shit talked to the entire EAS community in four simple words: focusing on my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I swear much. that wasn't intentional, but here we go. I don't know. I think it was perfect the way it was. <laughs> Get oof. So yeah, we got a, we got some good things to talk about today. I we found some. I found some uh, documents at my new station. Yeah. Juicy documents. Let's just say, just for like a teaser for what's coming up in this. Archive.org worthy and let's just say this is information that the EAS community did not even know existed. Archive.org worthy. And we verified a couple things as well. Yeah. There are things that even us, like I wouldn't say that we're like the best in the community, but we're some of the most knowledgeable. And and some of these things we had no idea even existed until now. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there were a lot of people that are going to be watching this like a you know, face slapping themselves like, uh, I knew this already. Uh, yeah, we already knew this, but now yeah. the whole community for as a whole. It's know. a huge light bulb. Yeah, it's a huge light bulb for us. So now now everybody is aware and we can confirm things. So. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited to get into that stuff because that we've been excited for this since we found those documents. It had to have been what last. Ooh, what was it? Was it Sunday or. Yeah, it was the day we uploaded the last episode of the podcast. I think you had to, you had to go into the office, and we had and we found some. Yeah, it originally we started off with me, Anna, and Gabe in a Discord call looking for the station's old end deck, which turned out to be a TFT, by the way. Yeah, the my station used to use a TFT. Could not find it, unfortunately. It, well, we confirmed though it was a six monitor TV edition, so. One of the, again, I said uh, to me before, it was one of the most beefed out models that you could get. Or if not the beef, the most beefed out you could get. So, yeah, that's exciting. So we found all those documents. We'll share more about that coming up in this episode. Uh, and then Dazic 3 information. We'll get into that later, of course, as always. But So, Gabe, is there anything you want to touch on first or what do you want to talk about? Um... Yeah, so, um, yeah, I just wanted to 
since on this special episode of uh, the EAS History Podcast, as opposed to the ERM Podcast. <laughs> so yeah, um, pretty much. Basically, basically, what we found. So basically, um, while we were sitting on the Discord call, uh, we found an old rusty binder that was sitting underneath the, the master control desk. Well, it was above, but it was covered under probably two inches of dust. Yeah. <laughs> we we found that, and we found a bunch of really cool stuff. Really cool stuff. Um, of course, most of it is scanned and now digitalized. Yep. Because yeah, this isn't even a case yes. of just holding on to the documents just for future reference. This is holding on to the documents for history. Yeah. Yeah, this is... These are historical records. This is, yeah, these are historical records where we are, instead of EAS history, this is finding EAS history and making it part of EAS history. Yeah, so, um, so we found plenty, so we, so we found a bunch of old handbooks. Oh, yeah, uh, we found and, some documentation. Surprisingly, they're all the TV-specific handbooks, too. I didn't know they had specific versions of it. Yes, they did. Actually, they also have, they also have cable TV handbooks. Well, I'll have to um, try to they, find one of those. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, they have the cable. They have the cable. T- There's a copy of the 2007 cable TV handbook somewhere on Google. Of you course, have, yeah. You just have to use some Google Google food to find yeah, it. Yeah, but we we when I we were looking up that. this stuff on Google, it's nowhere. Like the documents we found, they're nowhere. So we scanned in three handbooks. Um. So we scanned in the 1997 EAS TV handbook which is the original March 1997 one, the 2001 EAS handbook, and the 2007 TV handbook. All, by the way, all of these are TV, TV related. Yeah, of course, because it's a TV station. And these, were the, and, these, and these were the handbooks that contained the operating instructions and that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff. Especially Did you ever like get a EAN scan? and stuff at the time. Yeah. Did you ever get a scan hey, of the uh, EBS book? The EBS book? I need a flatbed scanner for it, and I don't have one of those. Oh, okay. yeah, well, I mean, I, was I could try ask, shoving it into my printer, but it's more of a concern of, oh, am I going to destroy this book by doing that? Yeah. And and whenever you, you get should, a chance, you should you should. Uh, you should, you should you, oh, go ahead. So what you what you should do is you should ask if you could keep keep those uh, doc, keep those handbooks. <laughs> Send it over my way. I have access to one. I mean, I have access to one, too. It's just at my workplace. Or alternatively, you could. Uh, your public library might also have an overhead scanner as well. Mm-hmm. It's probably worth trying as well. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, I'll look yeah. It, Whenever but... you get a chance, maybe uh, maybe scan that that shiny red thing. Ooh, oh, we'll yeah. get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, do you guys actually want to touch on that first? Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I was gonna get started on the 1997 handbook. Nice. Which is how we discovered it. So. Back to March 1997. Year one. This this is year one, month three. You got to remember the EAS. The EAS was officially started on the 1st of January of 1997. So. However, there was one thing that we were not aware of. The EBS had not been discontinued yet. Technically, they weren't allowed to take their equipment down. So, yeah, we'll get into that. But, Gabe, what were you gonna? What do you want to start off with? with it? Yeah. So, for a period of time after the implementation of the EAS as a contingency measure, um, 
and not even not even just that, but it's also just as a something that they carried over from the EBS. Um, the EAS for EANs had authenticator codes mm-hmm. similar to how Conrad, the EANS, and and the EBS did their. Oh, speaking their of EANS, Gabe, multiple people came to Gabe after our. Uh, the episode I I don't remember if it was our last one or two episodes ago, but there was a we it was we, when it was uh, it was the first episode of EAS. Yeah, we touched on uh, the emergency action notification network, and people came to Gabe telling him that he was full of bullshit and that it didn't exist. Well, let me tell you, I confirmed the existence of that network. There is document there is documentation within that KUCI handbook that references the EANS mm-hmm. because KUCI was affiliated with the with the national primary station. Yep. And there was documentation regarding that national primarization in there. Yep. But that's besides the point. Um, so I just wanted to touch on the 1997 TV handbook. I'm going to skim through it. Skim through it here. And we can take it. Not all take a, you know, I'll take all of us that are in the, that are in the uh, stuff. We'll get to take a nice look at it. So. Yeah. And for those who are listening, you can uh, I will post this on my website. You can go to ERNCRTV.com forward slash podcast and I'll have them there for for viewing. Yep. And now I'm also it's, I'm also sure at some point we'll be posting these on archive.org for store for archival purposes. So, yeah. So the e, so the 2070 TV handbook. First thing that we notice is that there's a little cutout for the EAS authenticator envelope. Mm-hmm. So, so on the on page two of the EBS and EA and the 1997 EAS handbook, there was a spot where your where your authenticator code list got put. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, at the station, they had they still had two of them. One of them was sealed. Mm-hmm. It yeah, was still so, sealed. So I have. Uh... The two, the, well, they weren't more red. They were pinkish, more pinkish envelopes. And uh, so it, so the EAS uh, authenticator list that I have is January through December of 97 and of 98. And on the front of that envelope, it shows do not open unless needed to authenticate actual emergency messages. And in terms of emergency messages, it's for EAN only. So, of course, you'll still have your National Weather Service alerts. You don't have to verify those with anything. This is for national activation only. And so it says, so let me run through like what the instructions are on this, uh, on this authenticator envelope here. So of course, number one, do not open unless needed Two, So you'll note the authentication words received by your NDEC. So as an example, like alpha golf, because it's uh, phonetic, uh, you'll open the red envelope, proceed down the column of the current month to the appropriate day noted in the message. And compare the words. And if they matched, you have an authentic message. Uh, you have an authentic message. But there was also a list of test words because the tests, of course, were random. And yeah, so like, let's say like January of 97, the activation code was Charlie Kilo. And that was for a test activation only. But if so, if none of the words matched on the inside of the envelope or the test, it's not a valid alert. You can disregard it. But if it matched the test, you have to relay it because, of course, it's a test. But if it matched one inside the envelope, that's when you know so, that you are in a fucked situation here. So so back then, <laughs> back then, they actually had the choice on their end deck to relay an EAN. Was that a thing? No. 
So then, so then, how I, well, did that even I, it, work? It, de- if it, was, it depends it on. Well, it, it there's like in this handbook, there's uh, different options for manual operation, automatic. If it if it's automatic operation, you disregard everything with the red envelope. But if you're manual operation, then you have to go through the authentication list. Oh well, that makes actually, sense. Actually, yeah. you still have to go through the authentication list uh, if your station yeah. is one of the stations that has to do that. Mm-hmm. You still have to authenticate yeah. a valid EAN message, especially for PEGs. Especially for peps. Of course, yeah. Um, but if if the message didn't turn out to be valid, you can just abort the alert. Yep. Abort the alert and just straight up shut off your end deck. Yeah. So what I was saying is, uh, so of course, if it doesn't match, it's not a valid alert. If it matches the test, it's a test. And if it matches the the paper inside, then you have an actual EAN. That's what I was saying. Then you're in a fucked situation because... Yeah. yeah, which is weird to me because chances are that the, paper will soon disintegrate. On this one envelope, but it was also opened, so it makes me wonder if there was a false activation somewhere. Not one hundred percent sure. We'd have to dig maybe. deeper into it, but yeah, red envelope. But yeah, not something you hear every day. Nothing. It's something we didn't <laughs> even know about. We knew about it for EBS, of course, but not EAS. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that got nullified a little while after, but this was in the very beginning. But of yeah, the basically, um, what I have pulled up here is I'm going to read through the um, the EAN the EAN test, uh, or not the sorry the EAN activation script. Yeah, and this this, this, this is what would here. include your uh, your authenticator words here. Yep, yep, and I'm going to turn on my volume to simulate the to simulate the actual uh, radio stuff. So. Apologies for those who have ears. This is an emergency action notification requested by the White House. The authenticated words for this notification are Kilo Charlie. All broadcast stations will follow national activation procedures in the EAS operating handbook for a national level emergency. The President of the United States or his representative will shortly deliver a message over the emergency alert system. The authenticated words are Kilo Charlie. Of course, Kilo Charlie could be replaced with, of course, any of the n- normal words. And your authenticator words Charlie would change over mid, uh, 12.01 a.m. Eastern Time. So you have a different set of, because you have two sets of words for the day. You have your activation, and you also have your termination. So you have to do two sets of authentication, one for the activation and one for the termination. So you can't have like an accidental termination of a national alert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for TVs, so for TV stations, most of the time it's just going to be completely automatic. Mm-hmm. Unless it isn't. But if it isn't automatic, follow the authentication procedures. If if no match is found, take no further action to transmit a message. If it matches. Cease all programming and transmit the following announcement. We interrupt our programming. This is a national emergency. Important instructions will follow. Then, then do the transmit the transmit the headers and start your C gem and your attention signal and the attention signal. And then, and then you uh, get to ni- do nice do uh read some nice high quality uh 
you get to, you get to read some nice high quality standby script on page seven mm-hmm. while you wait for a message. Which is it's the same one that everyone knows, but if you want to, do you want to read it out just so people that don't haven't sure. heard of it? Sure. By the way, this is the this is the same one that you'll hear on every mock ever. And I'm going to be reading the one that's for state relay or primary state primary stations, because why not? Yeah, it is a little bit different, not by a ton, but it's a little different. All right. This is an emergency action notification. All broadcast stations and cable systems shall transmit this emergency action notification message. This station has interrupted its regular programming at the request of the white house to participate in the emergency alert system. During this emergency, most stations will remain on the air, providing news and information to the public and assigned areas. This is KECI. We will continue to serve the Missoula area. If you are not in this area, you should tune to stations providing news and information for your local area. You are listening to the emergency alert system serving the Missoula area. Do not use your telephone. Telephone lines should be kept open for emergency use. The emergency alert system has been activated to keep you informed. We will also be serving as a message distribution and relay source to other broadcast stations. So, yeah, that's what you would hear if uh, if there is an EA. This is this is what you would hear between the time your attention signal is done and you have a representative of the president or the president speaking. So this would just be on loop until then. Actually, to be fair, once an EAN goes out in the procedures of this time, all broadcasts was seized and you just have that message you could have it going for days do you think that correct do you think that uh that you would be allowed to use a tape recorder for this the because, time limit was yeah. i think um yeah you could have it going for days but the i think the policy was the was uh within 10 minutes well, with 10 yeah. minutes what, like, 10 what i'm saying is like i remember seeing like uh, after the president like it's still that loop if i remember correctly so like you would get mm-hmm. the president on air and then you'd just be waiting and waiting with that same announcement rolling while you're waiting for another message. For those of you doing EAS mocks, take note. Um, A couple of the EAN scenarios from Shelter 345 is pretty accurate in this scenario. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You just monitor. You monitor for stuff. And then, um, and then what you do is that, um, when you're getting messages in, there's a priority of how how the messages should be yeah distributed based on so the based priority on priority one yeah priority one presidential messages carry that shit live right second one is actually your local area mm-hmm. so you know like very local area specific messages so like for example if we are getting attacked by nukes they would basically be there are fallout shelters in this area for residents in this city or in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Priority three is state law statewide messages. So saying this state is a target of nuclear weapons. This is how you survive nuclear blast. Um, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then fourth one is national information center messages, mm-hmm. which have actually the national information center ones have their own event code. Yeah. And it actually suggests on here that you record lower priority messages for transmission at your earliest opportunity. So, like, mm-hmm. I guess that would be useful if, like, oh, like, oh, your presidential message is going, oh, there's a state message coming in. Then you could wait for your local area while the state one's recording so then you can fill the gap. And then there's another standby script as well. 
basically, a little bit shorter. Yeah, basically the same thing. We interrupt our programming at the request of the White House. This is the emergency alert system. All normal programming has been discontinued during this emergency. This is KACI. This station will continue furnishing news and official information and instructions for the Missoula area. If you are not in the Missoula area, you should tune to stations providing news and information for your area. It is important that you listen carefully to announcements from the station in your local area. Yeah, and this is the one. Actually, I got the other one. It's not that first script that Gabe read out, but it's this one that would repeat from the time that your presidential message is done until there's more. So there's absolutely no normal operations until you get your termination message. And then he had the best one. Yeah, this is the one for non-participating stations, correct? Yep, correct. So, so back then there were some stations who were like, oh, no, I don't want the government to take over my station. But then, you know, it turns out they do it anyway. Mm -hmm. So for those for non-participating stations, they are required by FCC guidelines to go off the air in the event of a national emergency. They're like, cut it, screw it, don't care anymore. So basically, and I'll read the I'll read the announcement. This is the emergency or sorry. (laughs) Sorry. This is an emergency action notification. The station has interrupted its regular programming at the request of the White House to participate in the emergency alert system. During this emergency, most stations will remain on the air providing news and information to the public in assigned areas. This, this is KISW. We will be discontinuing programming. You should now tune to stations providing news and information for your local area. This station will be discontinuing programming. Do not use your telephone. The telephone line should be kept open for emergency use. The emergency alert system has been activated to keep you informed. And if I remember correctly, this after you you read that that message and then you and then you 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 basically turn off your transmitter, correct? Repeat it once. Turn it off. Yep. After after that, you're done. No transmitting. It's a sign off. Remove the carrier from air. Yep. Remove the carrier. So basically turn off your transmitter. You're done. You're done until the you're done until the termination's on. Stop. Tell FedEx to stop delivering. The carrier must be removed. Oh my God. Basically, it's just the it's pretty much just the FCC's way of punishing people who didn't want to uh <laughs> who didn't want well, to participate. Well, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say that. I guess nah, I'm, 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 I'm totally really joking, but that's honest. hilarious. I believe at the time, Endex were since they were first gen equipment, they were still like price wise still a bit for stations. So I yeah. could see like oh this station's already doing this area. Okay, we'll not participate so that we don't have to worry about it. And, then and they couldn't sell off their station. EBS equipment yet to afford an EAS encoder because you were technically nope. required to keep having it. Yep, that is correct. And then nuclear nuclear blast occurs. Everything's fucked. Or yeah, whatever national emergency there is. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, whatever the whatever, whenever it ends, you'll see emergency action termination come in, and the message will say. <clears throat> this concludes operations under the emergency alert system. All broadcast stations may now resume normal programming operations. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you don't hear that because, you know, the nuke, the nuke hit. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm-hmm. In this circumstance, your your red handbook would just be pretty much disintegrated. So there's no need to verify any AT. Oh crap, I can't verify. This nuke destroyed my red envelope. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm stuck <laughs> on the emergency alert system. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then the rest of the handbook basically goes into state. Apparently, uh, you were like at the time you were supposed to have a, an announcement for state or local emergency. So basically, it would be we interrupt. But this nobody program. followed. Yeah, that no because one everybody ran in automatic mode. Yeah, exactly. Everyone ran, everybody ran in automatic mode. Which there, I guess there in was a days, lot especially... of pre and post role. We were actually yeah, uh, we the... were talking. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say in modern days, it's a lot easier, especially for like DAS decks. You record it, save it as a wave, push it to your DAS deck, and it does it on its own. That's what I do on my uh, ERN station. Whenever there's a test alert, it'll read out like the following is a test, do it, and then it'll be done. But yeah, apparently we were actually for, talking about for this stuff, it'll say like you're supposed to say we interrupt our programming based on a local emergency. Yeah, we were actually talking about how uh, Anna suggested that she wanted to make a, a station completely compliant to this handbook. And we, we were joking about how she would have to pretty much quit her day job in order to do all the pre and post roll manually. <laughs> <laughs> because it would be a ridiculous amount. I guess I guess early days of VAS, I guess it would you could, in theory, do pre and post roll all automatic. You just have to use a lot of GPI for those oh, indexes yeah. that supported it. Oh, yeah. Because then you can send and it to TFT like a... And the TFT was not one of them because that thing was popular or sort of popular at least. And and you couldn't, you probably wouldn't be at able to time, do it. At the time, it was definitely TFT and Sage. Oh, yeah. The Burke? What the hell is that? They're all broken. They all corrupted <laughs> yeah. their own firmware. <laughs> You'd be lucky to get anything out of that thing. <laughs> or you yeah. get a Burke that will just not work <laughs> at all. Or worse, the send, Burke turns into the national emergency. Yeah, the, the Burke, Burke is turns the into the emergency. Yeah, it just turns into a nuke. Yeah. We interrupt our programming because of a Burke EAS one. <laughs> <laughs> no, thirty-two, thirty-two. We interrupt our programming because of a Burke gone. <laughs> because of Burke gone wrong. FBI call SCP gone Burke. wrong. <laughs> gone sexual. Oh, gone no. sexual Burke. <laughs> gone sexual. F police was called. We got swatted. Oh no. Hey Cam. Yeah, so do you want to? Yeah. What were you saying? <laughs> I need to whenever I get access to my Burke, I need to record that. <laughs> For reference, yep. If the Burke destroys its own ROM, it doesn't have call sign or locations or what time zone. So it just blinks them. So if you try and play headers, they sound cursed. They're just all the same Can thing. Confirm. Oh, it sounds worse than that. <laughs> you have to, you have to, uh, whenever you go down there, you have to record it. We'll put uh, it on the pod. <laughs> I, somewhere I need to find it. I think it's on my Linux machine. Um, I have a, I have an emulated recording that sounds pretty damn exact near what it is. Cause actually I decoded it to the point where I found out exactly the bytes it was encoding for those empty spaces and then told uh, my program that was generating the headers to generate them. So it generated the, this, this episode of the ERN podcast is sponsored by EAS Gen. <laughs> sponsored by Proceeds for EAS Gen will help fund podcasts like You us. know, we forgot this episode of the ERN podcast is sponsored by WACN Technologies. You bet your ass it is. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, anyways, now, we want to talk about uh, 01. Yeah. 
So imagine it. It's 2001. Oh, God. Right? <laughs> 9-11 happens. Isaiah was born a couple years before. And I was nearly born. Um, and then everybody and then everybody else, a.k.a. Cam, Anna and Marley, weren't even conceived yet. No, I so would let's go. No, no, I wouldn't have been. <laughs> no, you. So, yeah, anyways, most of the EAS community was born 12 years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got 12 years on your ass. Uh, um, anyways. Anyways, so at this point, the the hand, the uh, authenticator codes were removed. Sad. So there were no more authenticator codes and everything is peachy. Or was it? Um, basically, most of the stuff actually kind of remained the same um, between 90, 97 and 01. Some of the scripts were changed to get rid of certain uh, certain information, like the whole uh, part, like the whole uh, authenticator code checks and that kind of thing. So basically, most of the mocks are kind of based off of this one in the 07. Mm-hmm. So, yo, we should we should make an ERN 1997 mock using a TFT. We'll, we'll be the only ones to get it right. <laughs> Lol. Lol. That'd be hilarious. And there goes Cam's camera. Yup. For those of you for those of you watching, Cam's camera just fell out, fell down behind his monitor. Well, we're not recording video, so Yeah, we're not recording video, sadly. <laughs> yeah, but okay, still. so so I'm off topic. So I am use I am using continuity camera on the latest betas of Mac OS and iOS. And they haven't released the official mount yet for continuity camera. So I used literally duck branded poster putty and i just shoved my phone on my monitor and it just fell off hey cam you remember hey cam yeah. you remember how i told you that um hey i don't think that's gonna work that well it's gonna fall off well and you said no you no said that's the same not thing possible. about me mounting my ern phone to the wall using command strips i took my chances just give give it time. It will fall off eventually. <laughs> it'll fall it'll it'll fall off when Missoula gets nuked. That's fair. Trust me, it will fall. <laughs> Maybe not in your lifetime, but it will. Missoula will fall the new video game. Missoula has fallen the new uh, the new um, movie from uh, the same people who did Olympus has fallen and London has fallen and um, everything has fallen. My I I fell down my stairs. (laughs) Blank has fallen series. Oh, geez. Anyways, your grandmother has fallen and she can't get up. (laughs) Go get yourself some life alert. Yeah, so. Where were we here? Help, I've fallen, <laughs> turning into an EAS fan. Well, yeah, I was. We were, we were talking. We were talking about. Um, are we just not going to acknowledge what Anna said there? Nope. Uh, anyways, the uh, so the 2001 handbook is 
pretty similar to the 97. It just removes the uh, authenticator code checks. Mm-hmm. I don't, there's because nothing everything that at this really time stands was automatic. Out. Yep. yep. Nothing really stands out. Yo, Besides, we were you know, post two thousand. All all of us had this fancy new technology. We didn't need all of us had these fancy best codes. Buy, turn off your computer before. Y two K. Turn off your turn Woo! off your Sage Y2K. EAS Endec before January first two thousand. That moment when your Sage says zero one zero one zero zero on your freaking camera <laughs> yeah so is there anything really that notable in 2001 or not really or no. in the 2001 handbook i do not mean in the year 2001 because we all know what happened that year the eas wasn't used yeah which actually at the time was a pretty controversial choice Um, yeah, the reason why they didn't do it during um, because during, news already um, covered it so fast. Oh, for those for those of you for those of you who, for those of you who don't know, on September 11, two thousand and one, some planes got hijacked and they rammed them into a building, multiple um, buildings, multiple buildings, three separate buildings. And we're definitely not here yep. to dig on that and situation a field because we, fuck that field. I guess <laughs> we're not. Yeah, <laughs> we're not here to to you know bring down the fact that it all happened we're not uh alex jones so <laughs> so yeah we're not gonna we're lost here we're just mm. digging on the government for not using eas but it makes sense why we're not gonna yeah, start screaming at people about gay frogs trust us <laughs> we like yeah, the gay so, frogs. Um, <laughs> anyways the uh <laughs> so yeah, the EAS wasn't used because I, I don't know about you, but an EAN would have been warranted for nine eleven. I don't. Yeah. I don't actually think so. I think at most it should have been like a civil danger warning because because it wasn't a national. Well, I, scale I think it event. would have been. It was only. It was area. actually though because it was it, it crossed state boundaries. Yeah, that's because fair. they it crossed they hit, state boundaries. They hit the the towers. They hit the Pentagon, and then they were they also. Uh, the one that hit the field was rumored to be going to the White House. So therefore, it would have impacted several states. And once once you start getting several states attacked, once like you start crossing towers, state boundaries, it crosses yeah. into it crosses into emergency action yeah. notification Here, territory. Here's the thing. Once once the towers got hit, the Pentagon hit and they were aiming for the White House. You don't know if they're going to keep it up. You don't know what's going to happen next. That is the exact reason why it should have been an EAN. But mm-hmm. the news was already covering it. So yeah, the news covered it the so fast, and it was in it. it was in the middle of the morning news cycle. And working in news, you have cycles during your day. You have your morning news, which it, which at the time was all live across the nation. Mm-hmm. And when you have live coverage, it is so easy just to switch to something else. So actually, funnily enough, during the 2011 tests, uh, there was a there was um freaking there was a. Uh, during the 2011 test, they were announcing the test on, I believe it was CNN. Mm-hmm. And um, the person on CNN was doing the, uh, was doing like the pre-roll for the 2011 test mm-hmm. saying that it was going to happen. And then they freaking dug on the government for not using it on 9-11. Yeah. Even though 2011 was probably used by state. It was probably used by state and local municipalities for maybe for like the Pentagon one. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I know it wasn't used in New York. It wasn't used in New York, and it wasn't used on a national scale. Yeah. But it could have still, even though it wasn't used, it still could have warranted, at least on a local level, it could have warranted civil danger warnings. Yeah. And I think that was a major missed opportunity. That would have... It's sad as it may, may it's sad as it may, or as fucked up as this may have sounded. The issues relating to the 2011 EAN test would have been revealed much earlier if the EAN was used on 9-11. Mm-hmm. Because that would have given them the opportunity to make it more resilient. Yep, and it mm-hmm. would have had plenty of time. But, and, by, and come if the 2011 test still happened. It would it would probably have had near near one hundred percent success rate. Do we know what the uh, the near. success rate was on the last uh, NPT? Wasn't it like uh, the last the national periodic? Yeah. I think it was yeah, like yeah. eighty. Yeah, it was like an eighty percent. Which success honestly, rate. like in the, my eyes, I would see seventy five percent. It was Daisy pass. Chain. Yeah, it was. It was da- Yeah, because it's Daisy Chain that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the one before it was a cap, right? Nope, it was mm-hmm. also Daisy. Chain. No. It was- I thought, I thought there was a cap NPT at some no. point. Uh, they're, 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 it, they're, they're supposed to switch back and forth between cap, but the one year that was supposed to be cap that they skipped was 2020. But and now since we're they skipped on a roll it, of skipping. Yeah, since they skipped it, um, they skipped the cap one, so then they went daisy chain in 2021, and then they're da- skipping daisy it again. Chain with the Wii test. So... They're skipping it again in 2022, and I don't know if that means it's going to be Daisy Chain or iPods in 2023. If they're going to follow the same, the same philosophy Cadence. on the switching, I would say it's most likely going to be Daisy Chain if they don't skip mm-hmm. it. So, so we're going to uh, have gone two years without iPods, uh, iPods testing, two- which will be sad because I haven't seen it go over yet, and I want to get the freaking XML for that because that'll be cool. Didn't we grab the XML for the Wii feed? Yeah, but it was a weekly, so it wasn't as fun because you can just get those all the time. <laughs> so the and then so cause, yeah, fun fact. Um, so for the twenty eight, so we, they started doing e, e, NPTs in twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. So I believe twenty sixteen was twenty sixteen was cap. Mm-hmm. Seventeen was eighty chain. Twenty eighteen was cap with the presidential alert we attest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! The president is gonna send me a text message. <laughs> when people realized that they could do that, they were like, "Oh shit! Trump can send me text messages." Oh, Which no. is the thing, though, is because it's a, it's just a big misunderstanding, or either that, or it's just straight up ignorance. Because that that ignorance is that's is straight probably. up not what that what we is used for, and the fact that people made such a big deal out of it in that sense is honestly kind of ridiculous. Welcome to politics. Yeah, exactly. Welcome to politics and welcome to the ignorance in the United States. It's an alerting system. It literally says it on your phone. But anyways, let's get out of the politics stuff. Is there anything uh, of note in the uh, 07 handbook? There's nothing really of note in the 07. Um, A lot of the same thing. They changed their color palette. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, they changed their color. They, they redesigned. They redesigned it, but the text is still exactly the fucking same. It's all made in PowerPoint. Tell me I'm wrong. Hey, probably is. 
What was that? Hey, game? at least they were updating it because you know, whenever you look at Arkansas, they made their freaking plan in in 1997 and didn't update it till 2021. <laughs> uh, yeah, Montana's on that track right now. Ours hasn't been updated since 16. Yeah, but no. Well, yours at least got updated in 16. It's still. Do you have cap in there? You probably no. do. No reference of cap. Last I checked, that there is there is no iPods or cap mentions in our mm. handbook. I could be one hundred percent wrong. Well, I'll have to check okay. on it, but I'll get back to you on that. But, but last time I, if I'm going off with what my mind is telling me, no, there is no cap on it. But here's the thing: uh, Arkansas legitimately had their 1997 handbook be the handbook all the way up till 2021. Whenever their redesign, their their remake of their handbook is all the exact same text but just in a in a new fancier format like they they just remade the pdf there it is word for word exactly the same except for um except for some stations that actually went off the air for for local areas have just been switched to other stations that are actually on the air or call signs have been updated but other than Mm -hmm. that the plan is still the exact same fucking 1997 plan and has not been mm-hmm. updated. There's no reference of cap even existing. There's no reference of the internet existing in that plan. Yeah. <laughs> Our states are very daisy chain. It's so funny. But yeah, so is there much else you want to touch on in terms of the handbook scape or... Not really. There's really nothing of note. Um, nothing we can note. So yeah, um, nothing in the handbook. Nothing of note that we've seen. I have a feeling that the EBS one is going to be a lot, really, yes. really a lot of fun. And, and the EBS ones we'll have to get into into another episode because I haven't scanned them in because I'm a lazy fuck and don't have a flatbed scanner. Go to a library. Yeah. <laughs> well, even if I do, I'm not going to put it in this episode. So. Yeah. Quick, go now! Run! I guess I could give like a quick synopsis of what we found in it. Or in in the rest of the binder entirely. Montana used to have a state relay network. That was something we didn't know. Uh, KTVH used to be the the entry point for that network. Which is a MTN station, which is the station group I used to work for. So, it's kind of cool to see something close. But it's also probably because it's in Helena. The capital. So. EANS, there's references to that. And that those documents were dated what, like sixty-three? Yep. Those are yeah, those were mm. old. But uh yeah, other than that, the EBS stuff, a lot of just it has the old EBS logo. If you want to look it up, you can look it up you can look up uh EBS checklist book. So for the next sixty seconds. <laughs> This station will conduct. Sixty seconds. Our station will conduct a test test of the emergency (laughs) broadcast system. Yeah. If I ever get a an EBS like a TFT EBS box, I'm totally like getting freaking relays and stuff hooked into that, hooked into a Raspberry Pi. That its sole existence is if it realizes that it it has received something. It will play the freaking script. <laughs> nice. So automating a non-automated system. 
I, I can also, I can also, what I can do is um, have it automatically generate weekly tests. Nice. Like have a r- Raspberry Pi that just sits there like, um, if, uh, what, do we know what day of the week the weekly tests were sent on? Mm, I don't, I don't myself. Okay. It might be in the handbook. Uh, for EAS or EBS? EBS. I'll have to check. Okay. Just we'll automate it. Just... The, we'll, we'll do a deeper dive into the EAS stu- or EBS stuff that we found in another episode. Probably the next one. Stand by, please. But honestly, if, uh, if... that's something we should do for fun. What is um an EBS relay network? Oh, jeez. Yes. Equipment that doesn't I, exist can quickly warn you of emergencies. You know what? You know what? When, you when, can do that with the end deck. When we're no, 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 no. When we're getting off of here, you know what I should do? I like whenever we, we write the whenever, end deck to do EBS. Make a new one. Make an EBS deck. Ooh. Because <laughs> I haven't done that. In fact, nobody's done that yet. We've all just been focused on EAS be because it gives you all the information and it's easy to make up front. Mm-hmm. That would be so, yeah. That, WACN Technologies is confirmed to work on an EBS deck. Uh, not confirmed. And then um, speculated. Spe- Fuck off. You, okay. It's a lab. It's an ERN. It's an ERN lab incubation project. Yeah, it's gonna incubate and then incubate. It's going more, to incubate then, till we forget about it, and then um, it's just going to be speculation. Someone's gonna message us. Uh, through our podcast suggestion form, like what happened to the EBS deck? It's like, oh shit, yeah, we did do that. <laughs> <laughs> also, speaking of suggestions and such, you can go to my website, erncrtv.com forward slash podcast, and you can submit ideas for the ERN podcast on there. So fill out the form, go ahead and hit submit, and we'll take a look at it. Little small plug. Hey, uh, Cam, idea for the podcast. You should upload all the audio stuff with just like the logo or something to the new YouTube channel. Oh, not bad. I, I have, a, you know, what's funny is I just actually put a bunch mm-hmm. of our, uh, our audios on Deep Glacier. <laughs> so I have to request oh. it. <laughs> oh, here's another thing. Um, if you were to do that, um, whenever we're, whenever we have a new podcast, you can do it as a premiere. That would be nice. Or you can listen to some of our ERN stations who play it every day. Look at you flexing that you play the podcast. Yeah, you can go to ERNCRTV.com and listen to the podcast. No. <laughs> hey, Cam, is your system yeah. automated? Hey, hey guys. Is mine automated? Yes, it is. Okay, fair enough. Hey, guys, are you ready? Yeah. Silence in the call, please. Hello. Somebody's not muted. It's Isaiah. There you go. Thank you. <clears throat> this is a test. This station is conducting a test of the emergency broadcasting system. This is only a test. Attention, hell. <laughs> Thank you.
Oh, jeez. <laughs> Note that I did not edit this. Okay. <clears throat> this is a test of the emergency broadcast system. The broadcasters of your area and voluntary cooperation with federal, state, and local authorities have developed this system to keep you informed in the event of an emergency. If this had been an actual emergency, important information would have followed the attention tone that you just heard. I just got an idea. What's your idea? This concludes the test of the broadcasting system. All right, Anna, go ahead. I can implement CAP into this freaking EBS decoder. <laughs> Because here's the thing, they sent the messages via radio teletype, which is essentially the same thing. It's capped without internet. We could implement a cap server into this, and that's how you it would receive messages. Instead of instead of (laughs) EAS tones, you just send an attention (laughs) tone. Yeah, exactly. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck the EAS community. You know what we're going to be doing? We're going to be doing the motherfucking EA- EBS community. We'll be the Let's only go. EBS community. <laughs> yeah. No little kids here. <laughs> Preemptively ban all the little kids. <laughs> Don't try it. We will know. <laughs> we have what? A database in the Guest for, uh, for all the banned people, and most of them are young people. <laughs> But anyway, so not that we have anything, not that we have anything against young people. It's, it's just the maturity you know. level for the for the hobby that they're in. Because EAS is not a lot of. It's not a toy. It really isn't EBS, though. EBS Talk to any is just Ari a toy. fan. Talk to any Ari EBS. fan, though. It is a toy. <laughs> No, Ari fans, Derpy Fire Alarm fans, or anyone of the sort, even though they're both the same thing. EAS is not a toy. This is meant for literally national warning in local warnings. It's not meant to be like, oh, e- e- EAS box go burr. I was, See, I, I, was, I was telling my wife about the kids who were wanting to buy Index, and I was, she was like, why are the kids wanting to buy Index? And I'm like, ooga booga box go burr. <laughs> <laughs> The box is all powerful and mighty. Here, the box, the box's burr is all mighty. Okay, here, here is my, here is one thing that I've, I've actually held this opinion for most of my existence in EAS communities in and out. First of all, I don't like mocks. It's putting the wrong image on EAS. It's, it's basically promoting EAS as content. It isn't content it's not supposed to be content it is not supposed to be consumed it is supposed to let you know of a warning in an emergency situation i don't your life is at danger it is meant to tell you yeah i don't condone mocks don't get on to me for making the best eas generation system in python specifically for mocks I don't use them for mocks, and I don't like when people use them for mocks, but people ask me to make it. So, you know, this is more or less to to developers who are actually building software index and, you know, the occasional one of my friends who actually does mocks. I'm like, okay, I'm a developer. I understand you would you would get enjoyment out of software. So here it is. But I yeah, don't like, really it, like, is, like I don't you, like, like your stuff is building um, software. Our stuff mm-hmm. is, you know we do the same thing we do it for fun 
So yeah. it's more of a instead of acting like like for mocked, instead of making it seem like hyper realistic. Well, I mean, you know, just we, do it with well, caution. We do it, we, we do it because we we do it we do it we because we enjoy it, but we don't do it to desensitize the message. Yeah. Nope. It also which is, for 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 us especially. Yes, it's still not desensitized for us. We still yeah. listen to most alerts. Honestly, if I hear if I hear if I hear something go over over my local stuff, I'll listen to yeah, it. Yeah, honestly, mm-hmm. in my opinion, um, with the way that I treat EBS, it has actually made me hypersensitive. In in NERP, we had a term for this. We called it EAS PTSD. Um, <laughs> basically. Because all you needed to hear was the click. Yeah, most most kids, like most kids in this community, get so they listen to these tones so often that they get desensitized to it. They're not looking out for them for like, oh, oh, hey, there's a tornado warning on the way. I should take shelter. They're waiting for the. They're the only times that they actually hear these alerts and pay attention to them is whenever IEM bot goes ding ding, and they're like. Oh shit! I should pull out Ooh, my camera and put it on my TV. Exactly. They don't actually care about the message. They just care about the the amount of views that they can get off of it. Mm-hmm. Thanks, sorry. Um, but base basically, I wouldn't pin that on Ari. Yeah, it's I the know. EAS community as a whole. Yeah, I'd pin that on Cranford. Okay, but still. Um. Thanks, Matthew. For for me, I always I always. I I used EAS to learn about it, learn as much as possible. I can tell you exactly how it works off the top of my head without Most ever having can. to reference any documents because I I saw this. I used to hate the emergency alert system. Like legitimately, my switch from hating it to loving it was in one day. Not even kidding. Yeah. And it was one video that I found that actually explained how the system worked. Uh, I don't remember who made it. There was a guy who had um, CTTY and slowed down a header, showed exactly the decoding, like it decoding in real time and explained what each part of it is. You know, event code, time codes, FIPS codes. And I saw this and went, wait a second. These aren't just this here to piss me off. cool. Yeah. And then I, I went and I like in the same day did hours i think i researched eas legitimately for six hours straight that day mm-hmm. i literally read from from pay like start to end the entire nws documentation i read read from not from start to end i still haven't read from start to end the entire of part part 11 because that's just so much legal jargon that it just hurts my head but um i've read part 11 right yeah, I, I could do it. It's just I don't want to deal with legal jargon. Um, yeah, and, and of course, we're not but, here just to dog on the EAS community and tell everyone listening that, oh, you're stupid. No, that's not what mm. we're doing at all. All we're trying to do is just kind of get our point across that this isn't yeah. this isn't some game. This isn't just for content. Yeah. This isn't for just telling kids to fuck off. Yeah, this here, is this is this is us just being genuinely concerned about this community and not in a bad here, way. I would say we're just looking out for people. Okay. Whenever it comes to the EAS, here's my personal opinion of how people should take it. If you want to be in this hobby, don't be in this hobby for I'm going to make my capture number as high as possible. That's not what you should do. 
you should learn how the system works. You should learn what you are looking at, what you care about. You shouldn't go, ooga booga, I can get Sage for $200 and make it go fur. No. If you don't, first of all, if you don't need an end deck, don't get one. They are reserved for people who know what the fuck they're doing and actually need one. Like, I'll be honest, I don't need as many index as I do. But then again, I, I am one of the few people who actually takes these apart to find out how they tick. Yeah, because you develop. With, yeah, me, Gabe, um, Cam, Evan, we, we like to take them apart to find out exactly how they work. And I'm now, I'm now using my collection to build a, a database of knowledge on them. Like I'm trying to build a database on different ROM versions and what they can, like what the difference is, um, what like hardware. So if if your NDEC is isn't operating in this way, what you need to buy or replace or fix in them to make it work like operate properly. Um, that is my goal with having. That's why I have so many because like I I. I already know quite a bit on the sages, but I'd like to learn more. Like some people have power failures that I don't know what it is. There's, so there's I'm, always I wanna, something to learn. Yeah, there's something to learn. I would like to reverse engineer the sage to the point where I can point at a chip and tell you exactly what it does. I can't do that yet. Or I can kind of do that. I can tell you ex like what does generalize what what thing. But I, I want to be able to tell you exactly what this chip is where you can get a replacement part and what it does. Like that, mm -hmm. that is my end goal. And not a lot of people in the EAS community are like that. And honestly, so for kids who are trying to get in the EAS community, don't immediately buy an index. That is a really bad way to do that. Plus, like, yeah, yeah. if you're looking into getting into the EAS community, just start out small. Start yeah. out like watching some oh. of our videos. Like Anna, Anna yeah. does some great videos on like how things work. And not they're not great. They're just they're be like well, I they, I really they're they're, yeah. they're good moments so that you can there you can learn from them. Yeah, I I would like to make yeah. more. Um, it's just that I'm really bad at making videos. So let's, let's do it on. Yeah, let's I do wanna, it under the want, ERN name. Let's some, do it. Yeah, hell. So, something that I wanted. Something that I want to do at some point is um do do a do a do a technical like kind of not only so like yeah history but do a technical explanation on how. Uh, cap works mm -hmm. but I on need how to, the like, individual wanna, systems I, work it, yeah yeah the way but the, the way that i want to do it is i just want to make a powerpoint and void do voiceover on top of it mm -hmm. hell and yeah, i'd, I'd be i'd be 100 percent down to do videos like that under the ern name i'm yeah. sure all of our listeners would but, love to do that too it's kind of a way to get connected yeah. into it so i i would in my goal for me being well, I I don't really think of myself as in the mainstream EAS community, but for, for I want my name in the EAS community to be that person who gets people into it for the knowledge of how it for works, what it is, yeah, for what it is, not a number, because a lot of people are in the EAS community for oh, I have three and a half billion captures. You don't have that. <laughs> Just wait till you meet ERN. We have so many yeah. captures, it doesn't matter. Honestly, one of the one of the things that disgust me the most are the kids who will come into this EAS community just for those captures and get angry whenever they don't get what they want. Like whenever we're having a life threatening situation and they're like, Oh, I didn't get that tornado emergency. How dare they not send it over this station? 
Yeah, that's just no. Not, that's a tornado that emergency. That's a tornado emergency. People's lives are at stake. This is not about your fucking number of captures. This is not about you. This is nothing to do with you. People's lives are at stake. That isn't yeah. funny. That isn't. No, just don't. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense, though. I mean, we're, we're, we're not in this hobby for the numbers. We're in this hobby because we enjoy it and because mm-hmm. we love helping people. That, that's really what we do. We like to relay stuff because we know it could help someone. That, I Honestly, mean, that's why I do it. That, that's why I'm in this yeah. network in the first place. It's you, who knows who could be listening to our stations? Yeah. Honestly, if anybody want, wants to, like, if, if anybody is listening to this podcast and they're, they're in here because of the numbers and they want to, to get out of that mindset, feel free. I, I bet most of people in this call, feel free to reach out. We will gladly educate you. Like, one of my favorite and things not, to do is to educate. And not in a bad way. Yeah. Not in the bad way. Like, it's more of a case We're here of, to help. Yeah. We're here to help. Like, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, I mean, it may take a, it may take us a while to get back because a lot of us have lives. Yeah. Um, uh, that might, that might be pushing it. I, <laughs> for example, for example, I am, for example, I am a uh, associate systems administrator at, at a uh, local game developer. Local might so, be pushing it, Gabe. Yeah, <laughs> it, is local. it is a local gaming company. It's just a very, very, very well-known they're, local they're, gaming they're, company. They're, they're, they are very well-known, but they are they are based out of... They are local, basically. <laughs> yeah, it may take me a while to get a response, to get a response from me, but yeah. Gabe, I would yeah, put yeah, local in quotation marks there. I think all of us at it's, some point... It, it's, it's in the Seattle area. <laughs> You've mentioned where you worked before. If you guys want to know where Gabe works, go to one of our previous episodes. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think all of us at some point were in the mindset of the numbers. Most of the EAS community was. Yeah. I'm not going to say everyone was because I know not everyone I, was. But if, if I most never of us really, were. Yeah. And once you I get never out of really, it, like especially me, yeah. like I was in that mindset too. Once you get out of it, it's so much more enjoyable. You're not stressed out 24-7 mm-hmm. wondering when the next fucking alert is going to come in. See... Honestly, I I have to I have to thank the the people who got me into this community cuz a lot of them really weren't like they were but they aren't. Like for example, Nick. Nick is one of those guys who got me into this community and he isn't really by the numbers. Um he used to be but really isn't anymore. Um and he's one of the few people who helped me learn so much about this. In fact, I didn't know uh, Cap existed until Nick came along and told me about it. Um, mm-hmm. And then I didn't I didn't learn a lot more until like Gabe and I started started looking into it. Um, like I'm. I had one period where I wanted to get into the numbers. I wanted to get I never really did. But because like, like I said, I suck at making videos. I don't want to. That's why any of my captures, I'm just like. You know what? Fuck it. I'm sitting around. I'm not doing anything productive anyway. So might as well put my camera at the screen. Um, case yeah. in point, literally, my YouTube channel is 90% shit post. <laughs> and I haven't posted on mine in months. So. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't posted on mine in months, too, but. 
for some reason, for some reason, my most watched video now is real is fucking uh, Weather Channel related as opposed to EAS. Yeah. Do 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 do. Well, speaking of which, I should probably upload another one, yeah. another one of those for the walls. But yeah, so I think we can I move mean, out. Oh of- damn it! I just missed the LF two. Ah, like what? One of my best videos is um, literally just a. Fr- I I decided to record the the freaking federal signal system in in Bentonville whenever I lived there, and like it has like thousand views, and I have no clue why. It is literally a Balfang going. But yeah, so I think we can move off of this here. Oh no, it's kind of cool though. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna get all. We're not mad at anyone in the ES community. I will tell you, we'll, we'll put that out there right now. We're here to help. We might get annoyed. We, everyone does. It's a human thing. But we're all here they're, to help. And we all, we, we're all, yeah, we're all, we're all here to help. There's only one person I dislike in this community. <laughs> and they know. And they know. And they hate me too. So, you know, it, it, it's fine. But anyway, so let's get over to one of the more exciting um, things here instead of us being all depresso here about the community. Depresso, depresso, ha, go So let's talk about Dazdeck 3. So as, as we always do. So what I found out yesterday, actually, after looking on Daz's website for more information is, one, there's a security bulletin or a security advisory, rather, about the 2.x and 3.x software. Not something I expected to see, but it's more of like an update to their original security advisory. Basically saying that there's security issues in 2.x, 3.x. I'm pretty sure, wasn't it relating to the Apache server, game? I have a feeling it is. Yeah. Because it has something to do with uh, uh, the... the, the for those who don't know, Dazdeck the before before the 4.0 update came out, the Dazdecks were running the Dazdecks were running a, a version of Linux, were running a version of Linux called um, Fedora. They're, they're running Fedora, and it was running Fedora 10. And for context, the current release of Fedora is Fedora 36. <laughs> so old. <laughs> you, you know who we should talk to about one? this? We should we should show this to Ari. Because Ari's running. We did. Okay. We did. We did. I'm guessing she she's care. not going to. We did. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's Ari. That's the reason the Daz put it out. <laughs> That's the reason why the Daz, uh, why the Daz died. But I brought it back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ari's Daz deck is back. Brought to you by Gabriel S. McMillan.me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Also, also known as check dot out check dash out dash my dash cool dot ob server. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then there was a couple other things I found on the uh, on the Dazdeck webpage. So the, uh, under the Dazdeck three panel, if you guys want to check this out, there's an option now for the Dazdeck three quick start guide. Little did I know that we would get so excited over a fucking quick start guide. <laughs> Wait, there's Which actually. One? Uh, the quick start guide for the Dazdeck three. If you go on their website and hit uh, the Dazdeck three. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. There. If you scroll down, it actually shows some. It actually shows some five point screenshots. There's five point right. screenshots, and it shows on here what the actual uh, LCD does. Like the LEDs do. So it shows like all the LCD panels. Yeah. So stuff, I guess I, I guess shows. I could go through like what the pages are. So the page one 
uh, uh, there's total number oh, wow. of active alerts, a crawl of those alerts, and whether it was decoded, forwarded, originated, or cap. I'm assuming there's also an N for EAS net, like the DASDEC 2. I like the audio thing. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, and then cap page one, two is audio. Shows you one, two, three, and four. And then there's another one that shows cap sources, something that you never fucking see. On That's the DASDEC. really fucking... Yeah, you have this to is go giving into the DASDEC to see it. This is giving me ideas. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, DASDEC. Like the, you just made a, a screen made a with mistake. The, uh, there's a screen with the DASDEC's IP network information. And we found, I found out that the yellow light only does one thing. <laughs> and it's to show that there's a pending alert waiting forwarding. Well, granted, the, the light does say pending next to it, but you, you would think that on boot it would show something. Wait. I didn't realize that this thing needs two sound blasters now. Yep. <laughs> Which me and Gabe noticed. There's a it's so your primary line in jack is L L one and R one, right, Anna? And then there's the second there's a sound blaster card that shows L two and R two. But then there's also a third one that says L three and R three. So does the DAS deck support six monitors now? I guess we I guess we'll have to wait to find out. But that's something that I caught out of the corner of my eye out of that. Well, um, certain versions of the DAS 2 actually supported uh, up to six monitors. Believe really? it or not. Yeah, uh, it, it was some of their like super stupid high end ones. I don't remember which ones. I think they supported up to six. And then I have a super stupid one. And no, and I Granted, know a for net, a f- but. I'm pretty sure I know for a fact that the Dazio C's did. Which would make sense, of course. Um, I don't know, though. I may be completely wrong. But yeah, they even have they even have on their uh, quick start guide. Yeah, the wiring. The, the, yeah, the, for the RJ45 ports. Yeah, that's cool. Hold on. So that's cool. You just make your own cables and audio in ground. Which is okay, pretty simple. That, that isn't that bad. I. I the analog is a little bit annoying. Funky, yeah. Yeah, it's it's funky. It's time yeah, to well, get funky. <laughs> yeah, and then there's a few uh, screenshots from version 5. Actually, like, honestly, from what we knew about it already, I don't mind it that much. It actually doesn't look... I mean, granted, it's not like a full redesign, but it looks cleaner, I will admit. I would have preferred a full redesign. Yeah. M- yeah, me as well. Hey, just wait until we make our, our moduled software end deck where you can design your own web interface <laughs> and stop bugging me about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Hey, Gabe. Uh, we should do a video about that. The uh, design ideas for that. Get public comment. Yeah. Get Get, like... Get ideas. I I want I I want more ideas for that, but not a lot of people want to give me ideas. So I I have want to like go like yo, let's just make a YouTube video, and just be like yo, give me ideas so I can steal them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and there's not much else on that Dasdex start guide that we didn't <gasps> already know. Unless okay, Gabe- that's cool. What'd you find? That is really cool. The per uh, you that their new freaking email system is so much better. 
I can tell you that. Ooh, because you can create you, you can create email users and then set up per user different things. Interesting. Yeah, like I see weekly report, monthly report, decoder, missed weekly test, missed monthly test. That might cap source knows, online that, that, offline. That might have something to do with Halo. No, no, that that it, it is their um it it says in their new email system. You you oh, set up okay. the email system normally, but then to actually send to users, you have to make an email user, which it says email address and name, and then it gives you a checkbox of all the things you can turn on and off for that user. You and that is really so want. much better because I, wish I could the, set up the email on the DAS too to to send an email upon decode on a specific monitor. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, but that, that is really nice. Here, Gabe, mm-hmm. go go to the bottom of the quick start guide. I think you'll agree that uh, that is so much better because in the DAS too, if you wanted to do a uh a if you wanted to put in an email, you had to manually put in the email for every single thing you wanted to send an email to. And you could either have on or off. And it it was so annoying. Because the DAS would complain if you had an option on, but no emails in the thing. And then this yeah, gives you way I, I more fine control. Yeah. Speaking of figuring things out with the DAS, I reached out to Digital Alert Systems again uh, yesterday, so we're waiting on a reply from that. But it sounds mm-hmm. like Digital Alert Systems is still considering allowing ERN to have a demo unit for review. So stay mm-hmm. tuned for that. Nice. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I guess, is, is there much else that you guys are seeing about the DAS 3 that you guys want to talk about? or No. Well, I think that this might be a good place to uh, end the episode, uh, unless you guys have anything else you guys want to talk about. Hey, uh, I I can confirm that the DAS three does uh, HDMI alert audio output, so that that's funny. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna plug in my monitor and have the the, the audio come through my monitor speaker, so I can sound my, like shit. Honestly, WDFA TV, just plug in a capture card to the DAS deck. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes it so much easier, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, so I guess. Thanks for listening to the ERN podcast. If you like what you're hearing, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can mm-hmm. check out the the website for the podcast. It's on my domain. It's ERNCRTV.com forward slash podcast. You can listen to it there. You could submit suggestions for future episodes. Yes, because we're running out of ideas. Yeah. yeah, so that'll be fun. Actually allowing viewer, uh, listener submissions, that'll be fun. I don't think so. There's stuff. There's always something going on, but we'd love to hear what you guys think. You could you could type in something that you want us to do. You could type in feedback. You can. Yeah, I don't care what the hell you send us. As long as it's on topic. That's fine. But. Anna is holding up a picture of a Sage EAS in deck 3644. It's $1,075. Oh yeah, the, is that's fifteen dollars shipping. God, it's eleven hundred dollars. But yeah, so thanks for listening to the ERN podcast, and we will catch you guys next week. Yeah, see ya. Bye bye.